Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Peace, Purpose, and Prosperity podcast. I am your host, Sharika Dunstan, and today I am joined by Coach Brittany Dent. How are you, Brittany? Hi, Sharika. I'm doing well. How are you? I am well. Thank you for joining me on the podcast, y'all. Um, so I forgot to warn Brittany that I've been cutting up this season of the podcast. Like I've been laughing a lot and just having fun. It's been a, a very joyful season. And um, Brittany actually listens to my podcast. So that made me really happy when she told me that. I was like, what? So many people don't listen, but she listens and now she's a guest. And Brittany, um, she's not only like a coach, right? And I'm gonna let her introduce herself. But Brittany is from North Carolina too. And y'all know I love people from North Carolina because I'm from North Carolina. So Brittany, please tell the listeners about yourself. Absolutely. Thank you, Sharika, for having me. North Carolina, raise up. Um, and laughter is good. Um, laughter is good for the soul. So I am so excited that you are in a joyful space and I look forward to laughing um, with you as well. But I am Brittany Dent also known as the Teen Choice Coach. And so I help teenagers and parents of teenagers make the best choice about their academics, their health, and their relationships. And I have a book I published in 2020 called Parenting Redefined, Finding the Confidence to Parent Your Teen. And just from that book, I've just gotten so many speaking engagements and clients, and I'm just excited to help parents and teenagers all over the world as much as I possibly can. Um, I was a public school teacher for 10 years. And so that's some of the content for the book with names changed. And I'm also a wife and mother. I have a teenager, a preteen and a toddler. And like Sharika said, I live in North Carolina. I was raised here. And so excuse the accent, but I am happy to be here on the podcast. So thank you so much. Listen, we don't mind a good accent. When I'm home, my deep country accent comes out so much more. Like I don't live in the country anymore. So sometimes I can keep it under wraps. But if I'm around somebody from my hometown or if I'm home in Shelby, North Carolina, oh yeah, it gets real bad. Yeah, but I Shelby, like it. Shelby is kind of like Selma. I'm from Selma, North Carolina, which is even smaller than Shelby, but I know exactly where Shelby is. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, it's okay for you to have an accent. It's great. It's beautiful. So, <laughs> Brittany, should I call you Coach Brittany? You can call me Brittany. Okay, Brittany. <laughs> so Brittany, um, today we're talking about peace. And I think it's a great topic, especially coming, you know, from your perspective because you work with parents and teens and most people don't think about peace when they think about teenagers. So how do you define peace? So part of when I said I was a school teacher for 10 years, it was an English teacher. And so I'm all about definitions, all about words. And so peace has so many definitions and even, you know, Sharika with you bringing up the teen coaching that I do, it reminded me of a workshop I would do called raising your teen without losing your mind. And I believe peace starts in the mind, like whether you're, you know, a parent or not, or if you're raising a teenager or a toddler, like peace starts in the mind. But, you know, the di I think the dictionary gives multiple, of course, definitions, but one of them is freedom from disturbance. And I think a lot of times like that disturbance that we have in our lives is in our mind. Like that's when people say like, I'm going crazy. It's a real thing. <laughs> like you may be going crazy, right? 
Um, but the other piece of that is tranquility. And that reminds me of like calmness and just when it's quiet and still and not chaotic. Um, I think peace is the opposite of chaos. But when you also think about older definitions, it's like when war has ended or there's no war. And so we all know, you know, peace versus war. And I like the way that definition came when it says like war has ended, because a lot of times we feel like we want peace all the time and you don't have peace or understand peace unless there has been war. And so I know a lot of you listening are probably going through a lot, whether you have children or not, like this whole world is crazy <laughs> right now. Like there's war in ourselves, in our communities, you know, in this whole world. And so um, understanding like now you know what peace is because you've experienced war. Um, and then the last definition of that is like good wishes when somebody's, you know, leaving like peace out, peace, like, you know, peace to my homies, that kind of thing. And so thinking of that, even, um, you know, as life coaches and as listeners, like, what do you wish well for others? Like, are you bringing peace to situations and environments that you are a part of? And so I think peace has a huge list of definitions, but all of them are so important, which is why I chose like that part of it, like peace, prosperity, purpose. Um, yeah, so peace is opposite of chaos, but it can be for ourselves or for others. And how do we, you know, have peace, um, even if things are crazy? Brittany, I have never had a former English teacher on the show. And I literally, I asked everybody to define like their topic they chose, right? You went down every definition, like you opened up the Merriam-Webster dictionary, and I am here for it. I'm like, yes, yes. come on, Brittany, yes, yes. yes. So y'all, y'all don't know to, this. I have to do that. Like, I want to know what words mean. I've always wanted to know what words mean. So I'm like, hmm. Mm -hmm. Like it was beautiful, and I was an English minor in undergrad, and a lot of people don't know that. Okay. So I'm just like, yes, my inner nerd just like lit up. I'm like, yo, she got all the definitions. So I was taking notes and I'm going to recap right quick. So first you said peace starts in the mind. And that's just something I think everyone can just, you know, take a moment to digest, right? It starts in your mind. So despite what's going on around you, which may be that war that Brittany talked about, it starts in your mind. So Think about that. But peace is um, freedom from disturbance, is tranquility, calmness, not chaotic. So it's the opposite of chaos. And it's that thing when war has ended, right? And sometimes the war is in your mind. It might be going on around you. It might be in your home, but sometimes it's really just in your mind, right? But peace starts in the mind. That's the good news. Yeah. um and then it can be good wishes like you know peace out we've all said that because we are of a certain age let's yes. be real <laughs> I didn't say that part Sharika but I knew some people would know what I was talking about and they used to do that and say that some of y'all <laughs> yeah yeah probably most of us um <laughs> but yeah peace you did that so beautifully you don't have to come back and define all the other things too like purpose prosperity I love it I love definitions. I would love to do that. <laughs> hey, so I'm going to switch this up a little bit because you do work with teens and y'all. So 
y'all don't know this and I've been sharing a lot more about myself lately on the podcast but aside from being a coach trainer y'all know I'm not doing a life coaching thing right now because I'm focusing on my therapy career Um, I'm a therapist for a parenting of adolescents program so I literally work with adolescents and their parents much like Brittany does Um, and you know chaos chaos is big when it comes to adolescents and what they're going through you know their stage of development everything's like kind of haywire right and they don't have the impulse control we want them to have they don't make the best decisions all the time because literally their brains don't have the capacity to make the best decisions yet right and that can be very chaotic for families and I know some of my listeners have kids whether they're you know older now or they are teenagers, or they're little. Um, I have a preteen myself. Brittany, heard you say you have a preteen. I have a five-year-old too, so I have that preschooler as well. That can be chaotic. But usually I'll say, you know, how did you find peace, right? But I want to talk to Coach Brittany right now. Brittany, what advice do you give to parents who are trying to, you know, have peace in their homes when they're dealing with their kids? Maybe teenagers. Yeah, um, probably a lot of the same things that I actually did do for myself and, you know, things like that. But I would say um, in my book, I talk about four strategies for like raising a successful teenager, having a successful family. And of course, I preface that with what does success look like for your particular family, because that is different for all of us. Um, but what I would say is, you know, the first thing is to gain clarity. And that's part of that. Like, what are your family values? What is your family mission? What does peace look like? And so. When you think about chaos in a household, is it the clutter in the messy bedroom or is it the yelling and screaming and slamming doors? Or is it just, I want a schedule to know what's going on? Like, what does that look like when you're managing multiple children in your house? Like, get clear about what you mean by wanting peace in your family. Um, the second thing is being proactive. I like to plan ahead and you have children you need to plan ahead like what are you going to do for yourself what are you going to do for this kid and that kid and the other kid I have three um and so thinking about you know being proactive and like we said we know there will be chaos we know there may be war we know there may be trauma or challenges and so having a plan ahead of time of how your family will deal with those challenges especially for adolescents like Sharika you mentioned that development word and so a lot of the work I do talks about this is what is likely to occur, right? If your child is 12 or 14 or 16 and there are some apples that, you know, had these challenges earlier or later, but this is pretty much, you know, based on theory, research and my real life experiences, this is what might happen. And so being proactive and saying, this is how we're going to handle this. This is our plan for discussing this or this, you know, what is that going to look like? And then the other thing I say, um, the third thing is creating positivity. And so, When we talk about peace, we talk about that versus chaos, we have to intentionally create positivity. So even if we're parenting teenagers, to have peace, you have to go ahead and say, these are the positive things that will happen in this household. And so in my book, I talk a lot about like family traditions um, and they can be small um, things, but I think that helps keep peace. And so for example, with my family, we do something called Frozen Friday. Um, honestly, because I like ice cream more than I should and I didn't want to have it every day. I'm like, okay, we need to limit this. We need to, you need to cut back so we can do this on the weekend. So Fridays. And so um, it's established in my household that, you know, if you 
behaves all week, not perfectly, but well enough, um, you know, that we will have a frozen treat on Fridays, whether that is, you know, balling this week and we're going to Sweet Frog with all the toppings, or if it's like, okay, well, we're going to get a tub of ice cream from Walmart, whatever it is, they know that that's coming. And so that maintains that peace because they have something positive to look forward to. Um, and there's a lot of other kinds of, you know, traditions and things you can do. And then the last thing I say, you know, for that is developing a plan. And so if your teenager knows what is supposed to be happening in your household, like this is the plan for this week. This is the plan for this month. This is the plan for this season. I say season because my children are getting ready to start golf season, which changes all of our plans. And then at church, we just started a new um, cycle of small groups. And so that changes our schedule and our plan. And so what is that plan to have peace in your house? And are your teenagers aware of that plan? Because I grew up in the generation, we already said we ain't gonna say how old we all are, but the generation where like, okay, this is what it is. I don't care what nobody thinks. Like, this is how it's gonna go. And I think about all the trauma and anxiety I had from my childhood and I had two great parents. <laughs> and so you think about, um, you know, does a child know the plan? It might be a teenager, but they need to be able to wrap their minds around, this is when we have church. This is when we have golf. This is what's for dinner. This is when the room needs to be clean. Like, what is that plan? And you'll have peace because they're not arguing about it. They're not anxious about it, but they know what is happening, what's coming up next um, and how to manage all of that. And so those are my four strategies, I would say, um, to have peace, even if you got teenagers in the house. It won't be a perfect day every day, y'all know, and they might roll their eyes, but they still can have a little peace and calm if they know what's happening and you're clear about what you want, what you want to have. Love that. Honestly, those tips can work for grown people too. Like if you're in a relationship with someone and you're living together, like I have a husband and he's busy, I'm busy. And then, you know, we got our kids. Like if we all have clarity about what's coming and we plan for things, like everything's better. So, um, you know, you got to start with what does peace look like in your home? Like Brittany said, and you gain that clarity about, you know, where is the chaos coming from? And, and what you can have... you tolerate? Like, it reminds me of that when you think about um, even the, well, a big thing I've just seen even the last two weeks is about the messy room and teenagers. And so it's like, as a mom, is the peace going to come from close your door and don't bring that mess to the rest of my house? Or is the peace going to come from, I've hired help, they're coming to take your things away? <laughs> or is the peace going to come from, we're going to sit down together and you're going to make a plan of what you're washing first, what you're throwing away first, and you're going to do this. And so, and, and all of those are fine. You know, all of those are fine for your family, um, however you want to handle that. But that's been an issue lately with the teenagers and the people that I have heard from, from parents. But that peace doesn't have to be a speak and span room. It may be, but how do you get to that point where it may be close your door? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm so happy you said that, right? Because sometimes we as parents, we have standards that we want to keep for our homes. And sometimes our kids just, they don't meet the standards and it's not worth the chaos, right? So um, I have a daughter, she's 12 and her room is her room. <laughs> I'll just say that, right? But there are certain times of the month and times of the year where she knows like, okay, mom's going to sit in here with me and it's time to throw away some things decide what we're you know donating to places and what we're keeping and how we're going to organize this right and it, it just helps and do I want her to clean her room and have it be neat and tidy every week yes 
is she going to do it? I know she won't. Like, that's just not in her nature right now as a 12-year-old, and that's okay. You have to pick and choose your battles, right? And sometimes it is like, girl, just shut your door. And that's okay, parents, I promise. Um, so thank you for bringing that up, Brittany. Um, but yeah, and planning ahead, you know, being proactive with things. Um, as a parent, I love my Google Calendar, everything gets put on the calendar and I have everybody's calendar on there too. Like my daughter has a calendar that's on my phone. My son, my husband adds things to the calendar. I have my work calendar on the phone. I got my business calendar, like everything's on Google. So everything's planned out. I can see what's coming. Right. And that has helped my family tremendously with keeping the peace because we're not running around like chickens with our heads cut off. Like what's happening today? What's next? You know, who has soccer practice? Who has run club? All that stuff. Um, And you said, you know, creating positivity. That's a big one because, you know, let's be real. Parents and kids argue sometimes. And you have to make sure that you create a peaceful space for your kids, no matter how old or young or in between they are. And just, you know, in your home. So you have to create it. You can't wait for it to just pop up and appear. You have to go out of your way, right? Um, and you talked about having traditions like Frozen Friday, which is so cool. My family, we have game nights. Like we all love games and my son's old enough to understand how to play board games without cheating now. And so, you know, we all have our favorite games. We play them and it's just fun. Like that's our thing to do. And as a therapist working with families of teenagers and adolescents, um, something I encourage families to do that costs no money, which, you know, people love that, but it actually creates positivity instead of just fussing at your child all the time and telling them what they're doing wrong, say something about what they do right. We call it descriptive praise. Praise your child, like go out of your way to be like, yeah, you're doing a good job. And yes, it will get on your adolescent's nerves at first. And you know, they might look at you like you're crazy. But when you bring attention to the positive things they're doing well, they will do more of it. Yes. Yes, that positive reinforcement is so important. And the board game thing is funny. I'm I'm still figuring out if that's a positive tradition for us because my five-year-old doesn't understand the rules like the 12-year-old and the 13-year-old, and they don't understand that he doesn't understand. So I'm like, okay, calm down. Like, we're going to change up the rules a little bit, and then we'll try again another time. Um, I think it, I can't remember which game it was, but yeah, he has his own rules. But, you know, that's one of the traditions that I talk about, and one of the things that that may be more peaceful for some families than others, depending on your family, but that's a good one. <laughs> right, right. And then sometimes we got to get games that are not board games, like um, Pop the Pig. Yeah, we don't have to read anything. Everybody just, can do that. Yeah, we can all do pop the pig. We can all do the floor is lava. Yeah. It's like easy. There's no reading for the five year old. Like you know, we're just playing, and it's hard to cheat on yes. those games. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But yeah, but also you know, you said develop a plan right for the week, for the month, for the season, and I feel you on that season um thing. My son plays soccer. My daughter's in run club. She also does Awana at church. And like, 
<laughs> planning out all the things. And it's like, okay. And then I have meetings for my job and for my business. And my husband has meetings. And it's just like, we got a whole lot of stuff to do this week. But if everyone's prepared and on the same page and people know what's coming up, as you said, it takes away some of that anxiety. And, you know, I'm not going to say how old we are, but we are from a generation where our parents didn't really tell us the plan. It's just like, come on, let's go do it. And that was hard. I know it caused me a lot of anxiety and worry. And it's just like, I don't know what's about to happen. And I had great parents too, but that just, that wasn't the nature back then. Yeah. 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 It was like, okay, pop up. We're going, oh, time to go now. Okay. Where are we going? Oh, and we're staying three hours. Okay. okay. (laughs) This this is a lot. And so, and, and my children, I don't even know if they fully understand it, but typically in the mornings, like on the way to school, I'll say like, okay, well, when you get from school, this is what's going to happen. And like, you know, this weekend we're doing this and do they even, you know, put that in there or not I don't know but at least like well you know this was coming you know we talked about this and so you don't have that um trauma and anxiety like oh no we're going here and going there and I and even with teenagers another thing I've dealt with with my private clients is these teenagers with no car and no job that plan these weekends with friends who also don't have a car and a job and it's like well we had church or we had you know, to go visit grandma or we already have planned that we're, you know, going, we got tickets to this movie. So, but you're making plans. And so they, I feel like the teenagers do deserve to know what's going on. So that way they can have that, you know, choice and they can have that buy-in and some things you have to do if you don't want to, but okay, you want to go hang out with your friends. Well, this is when you're available and when the car and the money is available that you don't have. <laughs> right. Because kids are really good for planning things, yes. even before they're teens. Like, my daughter's 12 and sometimes her and her friends plan stuff and I'm like so how did you expect to get there mm-hmm. when were you going to tell somebody who needs to drive you mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's they're very cheap. Very yeah <laughs> it's the brain is a fully developed y'all they can't even help it it's they're impulsive <laughs> and they're just like yeah that's a great idea I'm gonna do it they don't think it through they don't plan so we have to plan for them yeah yes <laughs> But yeah, that's why peace starts in the mind. Yes. And okay, they don't have the capacity. Before they even get home from school, your mind is right. Like it's gonna be a peaceful evening. No matter what comes home in the folder or what they come home and say, it's gonna be good. <laughs> yes. So Brittany, as you know, this mom with three children, as a coach who, you know, helps parents with their children and as a former educator. How did you find peace in working with these young people? So I'm trying to think back. I first started teaching public school in 2011, and I actually was thrown into that situation. I was working at a group home for teenage mothers, and I ended up, you know, having my own child. I just needed something like closer to home and more money, a better schedule, all of that. And so I started substitute teaching. Um, and then I, they ended up asking me to, you know, take a test and to stay. And I taught for 10 years. Um, and so I was very um, inexperienced would be the word. And so having to find peace was I know um, what I want in my life and I know what I'm willing to tolerate in my life. And I've been that way for a very long time. I was called sassy most of my life growing up. <laughs> um, and so, um, you know, I knew what I wanted. And so part of it was like, you're not going to get on my nerves, but like, I'm not going to have chaos and war in my 
classroom or my household, like I just don't want that. And so I knew from a young age, like what I'm not going to tolerate. And so I think that's part of it. Um, but then I learned over the years, you know, through teaching, like all the stresses that those teenagers have and those kids had. And so being able to um, be more nurturing and like understanding. And so that piece came from knowing that I was making a huge impact. And so after teaching for that long, you see your, um, I say children, but they they call me mom, and I, they were my babies, but your students grow up. Um, I've, you know, gone to hospitals for births. I've gone to weddings. I've gone to graduations and like all of that for former students. And so that piece working with teenagers comes from knowing that it's going to turn out okay in the end. Like that hope that, okay, this is the kid I had, you know, when they're in sixth grade, now they're in 10th grade and now they're graduating and like, wow, look what happened. Even though they might've been a little chaotic ball of energy in sixth grade, like I know, you know, how it um ends up. And so that was one of the ways. And then the other thing for me is finding um a therapist. And so I started therapy a couple of years ago and not for any specific reason. I just, this might sound bad, but my friend had a therapist that she loved and that was a trend like, oh, get a therapist. I'm like, oh yeah, that's great. I can do that. Um, but a lot of the work that we did, so I didn't go to my therapist for a specific problem, but we unpacked a lot of things from my childhood, but also a lot of this um, trauma with teaching and a lot of trauma with church hurt and like all of these things and all of that tied into how I interacted with the teens in my life. I didn't even realize how I may have been harming them or how I may have been hurt. And so being able to have a therapist truly provided peace in my life that I didn't even know that I needed. Um, and so I still have this therapist and we go back and forth, whether we're talking about business or family or, you know, whatever the case may be. But, um, you know, that's what I did. And then I found yoga, um, which I know Sharika is a yoga person, but um, I found yoga um, and that, I mean, literally gives me so much peace and calm. Um, I'm not like, you know, professional yoga person or know all the ins and outs, but what I do helps <laughs> um, a lot. And so that was another way that I found peace in my life is, you know, yoga therapy and kind of evaluating and just living. Like the more I lived, I saw like things are going to be okay and things get better and it doesn't have to be crazy. And if it is crazy right now, it'll calm down and it'll probably get crazy again, but then it'll calm down. And so that's how I find peace in my life is just living and knowing like it's going to be okay eventually. Um, and in the end, it'll be okay. And if it's not okay, then it's not the end. We're going to keep on trying and keep on living. That Brittany, all of that, like <laughs> y'all know I'll be doing a whole bunch of stuff. Let's be real here. Um, yeah, like I'm a therapist. So hearing that someone has a therapist and they've worked through so much makes me happy. Not just because I am a therapist, but because I have a great therapist. Like I'm the friend that has the great therapist and I tell people how much I love therapy and then other people are like, Sharika, how do I find a therapist? And I love having those conversations because like therapy helps y'all. I think everybody needs a therapist because everyone needs that non-judgmental person there to help them process through things and to, you know, look at their behaviors and find the root cause of some of those behaviors and notice patterns and stuff. Like I say, my therapist is my homegirl in my head. I know she's not my real homegirl. I know this, but in my head, like we've been hanging out for three and a half years now. And so she's my homegirl. Um, <laughs> she knows more about me than most people, right? Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's so helpful. So I'm so happy that therapy helps to bring peace into your life, right? But yoga, y'all, I teach kids you yoga. Tell people about yoga because I don't know the like 
what about yoga, but I know I do it on the YouTube video. I go to a class and I'm better. And everybody around me is better when I go. <laughs> listen, listen, I should be able to speak to it professionally, right? But I'm gonna let y'all in on a little secret. I have two certifications in teaching children's yoga. I love children's yoga. I was working on my like certification that's called like the 200 hour certification to teach adults, to teach adults. I never finished it because I don't want to teach adults. And I'm just like, yeah, this is cool. And I can learn all the names and all that. But I'm just like, this isn't as fun as children's yoga. However, I still practice yoga, um, not only with the kids. Like I practice it on my own and it helps me calm down too. But I don't know, like I shouldn't know scientifically why it works. I just know it works, y'all. And it's something with that stretching and the calmness and the quietness. And I will tell you the truth. Children's yoga is different because it's not quiet and it's not very <laughs> calm. <laughs> but there's something about it. And it's like, I don't know, it just feels good. And it, it makes you feel so at ease. And as Brittany said, you know, like it's it makes it better for everyone around you when you're able to release that tension through yoga. So go to YouTube and watch you some videos and just feel it. They don't have to be long either, y'all, because I will do a 10 minute or 15 minute little video before bed and it, it works. Um, but talk to like a, a 200 hour at least <laughs> for the details. teacher. Yeah, to tell you the real details, y'all. I can tell you about kids yoga. I'm not going to tell you about adult yoga. Just try it and be careful when you're trying it. Um, but yeah, and something else you said, right? Like things will get better. And if it's not better yet, it's not the end. I tell people all the time, this too shall pass. Nothing is here to stay. Nothing, not chaos, not even peace. <laughs> Everything is here for just something not forever. Yeah. It will pass and things will get better. Sometimes things will get worse, but then they'll get better. Like life is like that. Mm -hmm. um, and it's okay. Like that's life. I remember having a client when I was still um, life coaching and she was like, I just want peace. I just want everything to be at peace. I don't want to do hard things. And I don't want to go through hard things anymore. And I was like, well, Let's see. I don't know how to tell you this, but I am not the life coach to sell you dreams and lies just to get your money. There will be ups and downs in life because that's life, like literally. But everything will pass. You will get through every little thing and it will be fine. Yes, I totally agree. Um, and growing up, my dad used to say, um, life is a cycle of battles and blessings and so I tell myself that but I tell people that all the time and so just like you said like you might have peace now but something you know challenging will come or maybe challenging now but something better will come and so that's part of this in it and why you need a life coach you know it's like learning those coping strategies to get through those things and having that accountability as you're going through things but you know those things will come um you know no matter what and I love how you know this too shall pass um that just hit me differently right now I mean I've memorize so many scriptures since I was a kid and that's one of them that people say but like that's I really like it um right now in this moment um just thinking with all that we've talked about tonight um that totally aligns with that this too shall pass that's it that's all peace starts in your mind like that's the 
the reminder, right? That like, no matter what's going on, no matter where you are in life, where you're at in that, you know, blessing cycle, (laughs) you know, peace always starts in your mind and you can even have peace if there's chaos going on around you, even in your home with your crazy kids. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I can't remember the exact name, but I, my my first podcast I recall, I don't know, years ago, I was interviewed on a podcast and it was called In the Midst of Chaos. And it was about parenting. Um, It was about parenting, I think, children who like are differently able to have different challenges or something like that, but it was called In the Midst of Chaos. And so that's, I like that in the midst. It reminds me of this, um, some gospel song, like in the middle of it, like even in the middle Mm -hmm. of all of this, like you can be at peace if your mind is right. Brittany, please tell these good people how they can find out more about you and your services. Yeah. So I'm on Facebook. First of all, I'm in the Black Life Connection Facebook group. For the, but that's how um, I met Sharika. But um, I'm on Facebook. Um, Brittany Dent is my Facebook page. I'm on Instagram, which is kind of new for me. Um, Brittany.dent. I'm on LinkedIn. I have like one video on TikTok. <laughs> Um, so all the things, you know, everywhere, um, Brittany Dent, but it's Brittany with one T and then I have a website as well, the best choice coach.com. So you can subscribe to my newsletter there or reach out, you know, for whatever you need, um, from my website. And then my book is on my website. My book is on Amazon. Um, I think I have a YouTube channel too. I'm working on that. <laughs> um, but just, you know, Brittany.dent and you'll find me on um, whichever way you prefer to connect. And I'm happy to connect with all of you listening. And like I always say on my things you know if I can't help you I probably know somebody who can help you with whatever it is that you're going through and just remind the listeners of the name of your book please sure my book is parenting redefined and the subtitle is finding the confidence to parent your team but if you um, go to google or amazon put parenting redefined you will see it um, and you know um, make sure you're following Brittany on whatever platform you choose right I'm a Facebooker I'm on Instagram y'all know I don't really be using Instagram for real um but transitioning to Instagram from Facebook like I love Facebook that's where I started like you know like I love it but Instagram is cool too I'm trying to balance <laughs> it is but like follow Brittany on Facebook too because Brittany is always doing something She's always going somewhere speaking, you know, she even hosts some events. I had the pleasure of being a part of this online summit yeah, with Brittany. Like she always has something going on and I love it. And um, now I'm about to tell your business. Your husband has a church, right? Like y'all have a church. (laughs) Y'all be going live area in Greensboro. We have a church, Gate City Church of Christ. Um, You can follow us if you don't live here um on facebook and instagram but definitely you know welcome to come everybody's welcome um there at the church as well mm-hmm. uh, follow Brittany. um it's so funny because i was scrolling facebook today and i was watching my church online but i was scrolling facebook and then i saw like the choir from your church singing i paused a little bit and i'm like oh <laughs> I rarely um go live but I really the songs that y'all see on there I really like those songs so I was like let me get this so I can have this this week (laughs) (laughs) nice well thank you so much Brittany for being a guest on the peace purpose and prosperity podcast it is always a pleasure chatting with you
Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. And thank you listeners and viewers for tuning in. Y'all take care.